I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Nightside, we're all friends here. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. Thanks so much for tuning in. Can I linger briefly on the Vacation Club? Yeah, why not? What are we going? What are they going to do? Let us we, go. We, 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 yeah, that's true. Because uh, we mentioned uh, these deals that uh, are being offered through a Legionnaire to basically go and work from Las Vegas, you know, for the for the week and and uh, the only reason I'm interested and, in going to Vegas right now would be to see an NFL game, which we'll not be able to do for a long time. So. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to go see the Raiders. I know play. it's going to be awesome. Yes. You. I, I want to go see, down though. I want to go down there with. Uh, I could see you putting the Scott. Silver. Oh, Scott would be a great uh, yes. Yeah. What we should do is is go down one of these years if the Lions are playing them, and uh, Scott gets all the hookups. You know, they're like, if he goes, "Hey, man, I'm I'm coming out of this game," they'll go, "Great, we'll have some uh, sideline passes." Uh, really? So, oh yeah. All right. Okay. For you, they go. You, if you want to bring Ethan Millard, that's fine. You can do that too. All right. Well, good. <clears throat> I'm I'm glad that I could uh, I could be included. Six minutes left in the fourth quarter. The Jazz is taking on the Pelicans. The Pelicans are up ninety six ninety two. So the Jazz with a three pointer hey. from. Uh, so Jordan if I can Clarkson provide there. a little bit of analysis here. Yeah, let me hear it. The Jazz only need two that's baskets. Four. That's <laughs> that's two baskets. Now, that's the exactly problem right. is, though, now here's the tricky. Here's where the mm. math gets tricky for a basketball. Well, for most people, yes. Even if they, even if they score a three-pointer, it's not going to reduce the number of baskets that they need. <laughs> so this they're still going to need, no matter what, they're still going to need two baskets. This is where it gets tricky, yes. And uh, anyway, so what the Jazz are going to want to do is they're going to want to restrict the ability <laughs> – for the Lakers to score. The Lakers, it's the Pelicans. For the Pelicans to score. There you go. You restrict, and you do that through defense. All right. And then you want to make sure that you score those two points. And then if they if they score two baskets, they can tie it. If they score a three-pointer and then another basket, they point. can even pull ahead. So I just, Millard, you know. That's a great point, will you Miller. Text that, will you text that I'm to I'm going to send it out on a – what I'll do is I'll just text the entire KSL database. That, uh, so we got a response, though, to the work from Vegas thing. Uh, <laughs> someone texted in, right now it's 111 degrees in Vegas. No thanks. Yeah, that's disgusting. that's a That is a great point. Although one of the cool things about Las Vegas is that you can actually see a lot and do a lot without ever going outside. Well, and here's somebody, – somebody said this. They go, have you ever noticed how dirty Las Vegas sidewalks are? The answer is no – because I'm usually there at night on a weekend. When they tell you to come during the week between Monday and Thursday and you're out there during the day, you're going to see how gross that city is. Like when you go for actual work, it's no good. You go and you see this city and you're like, ugh. I've been the only guy at the Hard Rock Cafe for like breakfast and they're like, you want to you wanna, you wanna 
do you guys want an alcoholic beverage? And I'm like, it is 9.20 a.m. And no, <laughs> get out of here. Jeez. Will you, pl- will you please stop it? All right. Uh, let me see. What <laughs> Ethan, this person from- said it. This person said it. The Jazz need to punch it over the goal. Right, Ethan? Mm. So there you go. Mm, Timely soccer reference. Metaphorically speaking. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, um, something else I wanted to point out. And mm-hmm. this, actually, this actually has taken the edge off of me a little <laughs> bit for traveling. Yeah. Because you know I like I love Europe a lot. Oh yeah, and it's not like I go there all the time. But no, I've been, I've been. But you love several you times. love like the you love the crappy part of Europe. <laughs> and I love Europe, right? You're if like I, have, I love if I, have the I love travel, Europe. The parts it, of Europe that don't belong to the European Union, love it. I, I love it. I, I Europe is uh, it's captured my imagination. Sure. I, I got you know like so like everyone else. Uh, well. <laughs> like many, I guess many of us. I don't want to speak for every Utah. Uh, uh, we're more diverse than that, but many of us trace our family, you know, our our uh, family history back there, and so right. it's great. I love it. Unfortunately, and this actually helped take the edge off, is that uh, Europe is not allowing Americans to travel there. Oh, it's getting worse. So that actually helps. Because then that way I can say, hey, I can't go there anyway. Now, I couldn't go there before. I didn't have right. the money or the time. No, but now you tell people, uh, you know, these travel restrictions to Europe are just killing me and Buffy right now. It's mm, anyway, <laughs> so the EU is now saying, they're saying that the pandemic outbreak in any given country oh, no. needs to be as equally contained or better than in the European Union. Uh, well, that's not happening. That's not oh, happening right gosh, now. No. So. <laughs> it's, not, it's probably not going to happen until next summer. Right. Hey, I don't want to jinx it. The Jazz just took the lead. For their fir- the first lead since the first quarter. Did I say it? Did I ruin it? Sorry. You did. You blew it. I'm sorry. Oh, these guys These guys are taking bets in the other room about how much I'm going to talk about the game. Look. How about this? It's here fine. Are the countries, here are the countries right now that are allowed <laughs> to travel to the European Union. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah, let me hear it. Australia. Oh. Canada. Okay. Georgia, not the state, the former Soviet <laughs> but, Republic. But I will say, I will say strictly too, though, that all of the state of Georgia can't go either. They're also part of this. They can't go. They're they're not allowed in even right. On, right. even in non COVID years. Well, and I would just say too that that uh, okay. So who else? See, uh, w- once you start throwing in, see, look, and I go, we're like Japan. We're kind of like Japan. Oh, not for long. New Zealand. Okay, <laughs> we knew New Zealand was doing a good job. Oh, you're How saying these Rwanda? are the countries who can go. These are the countries that can. Canada go. can go to Europe right now. Canada can go. Canada to, has been, we we canceled a ton of stuff. Oh, it's because their population is so small. Look. I love you Canadians. What about Japan? But you're basically a ma- you're basically the Montana of uh countries. You're just very sparse. You're getting you're getting used to the fact that there's that there is not very much population from one end to the other. But they've got big cities just like we do. For sure they do. But they also have like a to- what's the actual uh Ethan, have you googled anything in this show yet? Google no. what the what Canadian population is. I would say okay. it's less than 70 million. Fewer than 70 million? Yeah. Populate, dear Google, what's the population of Canada? Oh, oh my goodness, it's 37, 37 million. 37 and a half. Look, so, they're dealing, it's one tenth of the size of the United States. It, they have the same population as California, basically. It is, look, our hat, as I lovingly refer to them, has done a great job of keeping uh, coronavirus at bay, but they've done it with a lot, with a lot fewer people. Yeah, and a lot but, more space. But the cities aren't any fewer people. Oh, all these people in Saskatchewan in fact, are going, oh, we kept away from people, eh? And you're uh, like, come what on. What about Japan? Look at Japan. Yeah, Japan Japan, Japan is, is just Japan's is better at most shoulder things. Shoulder to shoulder people. Right. And, and Morocco. Uh, Morocco yes, yes. is allowed in the European Union. Mm-hmm. New Zealand, Rwanda, South Korea, Gosh. Thailand, 
Tunisia, is it like, Uruguay. Hold on. Is it like uh, Is it like when you go to, like if you wanted to travel to Cuba and you go, oh, I'm going through that country. Could I go to Canada and then go? Although Canada won't let us in either. No. We have nowhere to go. Uh, and then here's the ultimate insult, though. Will you the tell last, me what countries we can go to? The last country on the list. What is it? Uh, and this is the this is insult to injury. The last country on the list of people allowed into what Europe. Is it? What is it? China. No. We really? Have blown it. We've blown it so bad. Mm. We've blown it so bad. Even with those fake numbers, even with their fake numbers, they're gonna they're gonna say that uh, that they'll let them in. That's ridiculous. Hey, you know, China struggled at the first, mm. and then they got really good at it, and we got really bad at it. Mm. So there mm. you go. Ethan, during this crisis, uh, I wanted you to start thinking about some of the companies that you still have a lot of and, and just areas of the country that you have a lot of uh, love for still. All right. So how has your view of each of the following industries changed since the start of the coronavirus pandemic? Okay. Doctors, nurses, hospital. Oh, you well, can't I mean, say it's, it's always been positive. I've always been very, very high on the medical professionals. Right. So, but yeah, I think my esteem has grown. Mm-hmm. They've shown a lot of dedication, a lot of commitment. I just think that, listen, so doctors, nurses, hospitals, up 47% in America's eyes. Oh, good. Grocery store workers. Um. Well, I've always liked my grocery store guys. They're always super friendly. So you haven't, you- I see a lot of actually, the same ones. You're like, eh, they've probably gone down in my eyes. Well, the rest of us, thirty up 35%. Uh, for approval rating, these are approval ratings of industries. Basically, technology. I didn't know that restaurant workers had approval ratings. <laughs> or, I mean, uh, I mean, grocery <laughs> clerks had approval well, ratings. Well, I told you about how I was in the grocery clerk union. Yeah, and uh, and look, they're doing their work behind the scenes. They're up thirty five percent. Technology companies up twenty eight percent. Food and beverage companies up twenty three percent. These are all in how much the view, just the just like that, the public attitude toward these industries. Uh, has been during all this. Telecommunications, 20%. Uh, pharmaceutical and drugs, 17%. Uh, retail, 17%. Manufacturing, 14 Automotive, even up 12%. Entertainment. Now, here are the ones that have... Uh, here are the ones that have, we're all just cheering each other on. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, oil is even up 6%. Ethan, media? <laughs> Hooray, oil. Ethan, you, media? oil workers during the pandemic. Ethan, listen to this. The media? Yeah. That's you and me, buddy. Uh-huh. Negative five. Yeah, we yeah, we're in the that. negative, but we aren't as bad as the airlines. We're just a tick ahead of the airlines at, who is at negative seven percent. So, well, boy, that's pretty bad. That's bad company to be back down there with the airlines. <laughs> you know what? I'm not so sad now that we're leaving the old uh, radio show behind. You guys can have it, all you uh, lame media, lame stream media members. Could you imagine what the media rating would be? Had we not had the Night Side Project on for the last oh. four months? Oh, it'd be, look, we've just barely, that's why it's not it double digits. Yeah. It's because of us. Yeah. Taking the break here, we got news, traffic, and weather. Oh, my goodness, the jazz game is still going on. Three minutes left. I won't mention any scores because I don't want to ruin it. Plus, there's a lot of people saying, I'm ready. I've got a TiVo. All right, well, good for you. Uh, this is a news station. We're gonna, we've got more to go here on the program, second hour of the show. Stay with us. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. 
Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.